Hello, it is. It's opening day of nationals. I don't know about you, but I am so excited. And my first guest on Women's Baseball Inside Pitch 2022 Nationals, Kathy Welsh. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Kathy Berg, as you are now, we debated about putting married name or playing name. Who who's Kathy Berg? But no, we all know Welshie, so yes, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, Thanks for asking me to come on. I know, and I know we've been uh it's it's late. It's late here in uh, Melbourne. Well, for you and I, it's late. It's 10.22. Um, I'm wearing my Aussie hat because it's the Australian Nationals, but I am going to switch to my big hat now that you're on. Um, and I've got my honour of my last state team I played in 2013. That is the, the uh, shirt I'm wearing. What shirt are you wearing? Um, I now call this my pyjama top. <laughs> <laughs> I do wear my Vic t-shirts to bed now, so this is probably from uh, 2010, maybe, probably the last Nationals I played. I now wear it most nights to bed. Yeah, I reckon there's probably plenty of us that have a warm-up top or two in the cycle of our pyjamas. I mean, I just went through the Absolutely. roof today, and I I think I have a year, uh, the rest of my life of pyjama tops in the roof at the moment, so maybe I should start wearing <laughs> these pyjamas. But, yeah, so you are here. It is Nationals. It's been a while since you and I have both played Nationals, but we... Played a lot. We played a lot together. Um, Did. And I'm just going to start. I was going to wear this and then I was like, no, nah, I don't want to wear it. But I'm just going to raise this <laughs> because there's a good – so this is back when I used to wear – I don't even know why I wore 10. So provincial, for all of you youngies that are watching this show, Victoria Provincial was the white team. Yeah. And 20 years ago – I made the provincial team and that was my first team and then I went through and that is exactly the same journey that you took, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah. 2005, look at me, I've got everything. <laughs> wow. I've got everything and there we are, Victorian provincial, Kathy Welsh, down the bottom, printed program. I don't think they do that anymore. It's actually in colour, so that's pretty impressive. 2005, tell me about your first nationals. Well, it was in Melbourne. Um, made the provincial team. I'd have been playing baseball for two years I think by then um, and just thought hey why not have a crack knew nothing about trials or anything like that and just decided to go and see what I can do and I went as a pitcher and to be honest um, you know I could throw a bit all over the place at the time <laughs> had nothing but a fastball and managed to do all right in a bullpen at trials and coffee signed me up <laughs> I re well, I remember because you actually you're a Doncaster player, and I remember yes. you called the then head coach Samantha Hamilton and said you wanted to come down to Doncaster. And we'd just seen you yeah. play winter, and remember you throwing like we're like who is this flamethrower? And she, I think you walked ten, hit four, but you threw bullets. Stop. And you walked down, you went. She goes, "What are your goals?" And you went, "I want to play for Australia." And sounds like, oh sure, come hey, on, aim big. Why aim not? <laughs> Shoot for the stars, <laughs> land on the moon. And yeah, no, and you did, and that was like only a, a year or so before you actually, yeah, hit the provincial. Um, yeah. And what was that like? I mean, I remember my first nationals. It was just like I don't know what was going on, but I was playing baseball every day. What do you remember? Yeah. Those were uh, those nationals were Melbourne. Yes, we played Altona. Yeah. yeah. Um, same thing. Didn't know what to expect. It was like okay, turn up, play baseball every day. Knew that Victorian team was very intimidating. Um, Saw you guys roll in every day in your awesome blue uniforms while wearing yellow and green and just sort of went, I can't wait to be on that team. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved everything about it. I had so much fun. Um, and I did all right, actually. I did okay. I did not throw all over the joint in that uh, tournament. <laughs> I actually threw really well and um, sort of went from there. But it was such an experience. We ended up finishing third that year. And I'm going to say... This was one of the innocence of someone coming new to the sport. They kept talking about playing off for bronze, right? And then we played off for bronze and I didn't get a bronze medal. And I'm like, Wait, why am I not getting a bronze medal? You can't talk about playing off for bronze and not hand out that bronze medal. I was actually played for bronze and nothing was handed out. No, only first place got medals. Oh, yeah, see that happened to us in 2002. We played off for bronze. We didn't get one. But we got yeah. so my memory is we got one, but I but I believe Tony Colf actually paid for them or Rod Gaunt actually paid for them and we right. got them later. So yeah, I got I didn't get one and I was shattered. I'm like we just finished third and I didn't even at like nationals and there's no bronze medal. 
It's um, because I'm t- I'm trying to. Remember. Who did you beat for bronze in that year? Uh, Queensland, I think. Ah, there you go. We we beat New South Wales in a game that just never seemed to end, and they just kept hitting balls to left yeah. field, and I was. I didn't, yeah, I do remember that. But yeah, um, yeah. do you remember how you went against us? Do you remember any of your pitching outings? Um, I did pitch against you guys. Um, I did it right. That's all I can remember is that I did it right because I remember having a low ERA and didn't know what an ERA was at that time and someone told me what it was and said you did really well. I was like, awesome. Um, I do remember one thing from that tournament. Actually, I was pitching and I don't think it was against Victoria. I'm pretty sure it was against Queensland. A girl leant into a pitch and I hadn't walked anyone. And I was like, in my head, she leant into it. And the umpire actually said, you leant into it. Get back in the box. And I was like, yes. <laughs> God, that's it. That's very but, often. No, but apart from that, I don't really remember. It's so long ago. I don't really remember that much about it. No, I, it's funny. I was, and people always say that how much I know about women's baseball, but now that I think back to some of those nationals, I'm glad I have all these programs, but I don't have all the school, particularly the ones which... Like you and I have just watched the Victorian games today and I've got Game Changer, we've got live streams, we've got everything. Absolutely. Back then we got nothing. And I'm like, nah. I can't remember this now. I, I, no. I remember what we won. I. Yep. I remember what we lost. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so 2005 and then 2006, we'll, um, yeah. we'll skip over that one. That was your first Nationals. <laughs> we'll skip, skip over that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll skip over it because we're going to have Tani and Brooke on later in the podcast series, and I know that they're going to talk all about 2004 and 2006, so we'll just skip over it here. But they won that. Okay. <laughs> 2007, 2007, 8, 9, three-peat. Victorian, three-peat. Three you and I, um, there's a group, I'm not sure how many of us that were in that three-peat. I was trying to work that out earlier too. So there, there was you, me, Sam, Bronnie. Shay. Shay, of course, Shay. I reckon maybe a Vic. And was Simone? Simone? No, no. Simone didn't play in the last one. No, she in pitched Geelong. the first two. That's right. Yeah. I think, was Mel still around in 2009? Maybe it was only Vic, me. Maybe that's only. Mel definitely played in the first two. I couldn't remember if Mel played in the third one or not either. Wow, that's. um. So there's not many, many, many of us, yeah. Actually, no, she did play in the third one. Yes. Because I sat with her on the bus. Yes, she did. <laughs> See, these are the things, and we'll get to this soon. They're the things that we remember. You remember your roommates. You remember the last yeah. celebration night. You remember the – sometimes the games you're just like, okay. So yeah. um, I'm not being rude and being on my phone. I'm actually texting Bronwyn Gell, who, spoiler alert, Bronwyn is going to be our special guest um, coming up soon. She's just got on the bus, literally. She's on, I'll have to ask her, is she on the party bus or is she on the non-party she bus? She better be on the party bus. <laughs> Um, so she's heading back to the hotel now. So, um, yeah, 2007, I don't remember much from that apart from the sun and we had to cancel. We had to actually stop games for like an hour to wait, wait for the sun going down. And it's not until you've said that that I remember that. I'm like, I completely forgot all about that. And now you're saying that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Urs, we did have to do that. Because Urs Howard reminded me about it earlier today. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, I'm <laughs> going to use that. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny. I it's I think about those three years, and I just remember that, like it was, it was such a great. Not that any team is better than any other team, but I just particularly remember from those two thousand seven, eight, nine, ten. They were really the bonding, and we were really gelling, yeah. really well. And Wollongong Absolutely. is one I remember. Um, and I know you've got that was a fun one. I know you've got a funny story from Wollongong. That it's just it doesn't matter how many times I remember what happened in Wollongong, but I'll let you set the scene. It was. Yeah. Are we going to go with Wollongong or are we going to go with Perth first? What's Perth? With the, Perth is the old um, – so am I correct with Wollongong? We, we had two interesting meetings before our gold medal games and it's I believe it started in Perth. So am I wrong? No, I can't remember. You may be – Maybe it was Wollongong. You see, I'm learning in the point. No, no, no. So I remember Wollongong. So Wollongong was Leo and Ryan. Yeah, so it was Perth. Perth. Okay. Yeah, because my first one was Ipswich and that was Dom. And then yes. came on Leo and Ryan after that. Okay. So maybe these are in the opposite orders. But this is how – I'm pretty sure this is how Perth started out. Is my rec- recollection, we'll say. I remember being at the airport and we're going to check in. All of us are checking in, you know, getting ready to go and picking up our bags and stuff. Everyone's 
sort of moving on. And then we stop because there's a bit of a commotion. <laughs> and <laughs> Leo looks down and you would think that he's just seen a hand grenade on the ground, but it is a tampon. <laughs> and he has lost his mind. For a it guy, was, that's worse. It was, we didn't even know where it came from. We didn't know if someone dropped it or whatever, but he's looked down and had this absolute ah, fit because there was a tampon on the ground. And that pretty much for me set the scene of where we were going to go from then on in with the coaches. Um, I remember then after that, like we're having a giggle about it and he, he just lost it. He couldn't keep it together because there was a tampon on the ground. And he moved on. We moved on. And then I remember getting a few of the girls together, possibly on the plane or maybe before we get on the plane, saying, right, when we get there, we need to go and buy a heap of tampons. And they're like, well, I said, because we're going to start depositing these around the coaches' rooms and stuff like that. Like, we're going to have to deliver them <laughs> and just put them around. I go, you can't be that scared of something and then not be picked on about it. Like, it's pretty simple. So is this birth or was that Wollongong? No, this was Wollongong because I remember that... Oh, see, I thought it was Unless birth. we did it, no, unless it went across two nationals, but I just remember the ending of the story for Wollongong. So oh. if we did it across so, two nationals, I apologise. No, so there was two. There was okay. two. So then, then I remember in... I'm getting confused whether it's Perth or Wollongong. Maybe it was Wollongong. But anyway, the story. Whichever city it was in, the story. So everyone, everybody's at Nationals listening to this podcast today. In 20 years from now, you're going to go, was it Canberra or was it this Was it this Adelaide one? Was it Canberra or what yeah, year was it? exactly. Whichever one it You'll was. You'll be like us. So, so what we started doing was we gathered, we went and bought all these tampons. And every time we had a team meeting... We would take them in because the team meeting was in the coaches' rooms. We would take them in and hang them on the lamps, stick them to the walls, like all in their wrappers, of course, and then stick them everywhere and put them in their beds, put them in the drawer, put them everywhere we could. So we would leave and then they would find tampons everywhere in their room for the <laughs> remainder of the day. And then every time we went in, new people had jobs. That, okay, I'm going to put it here. I'll put it on the door handle. And we did unwrap some so you could hang it and stuff like that. And it was just depositing them and then we decided we need to attack the bus and okay this will be the clincher Claire Widom was the EO because she did her knee yes which one was that at can't remember There's too many people doing knees I'm feeling it's Wollongong now so let's go with Wollongong <laughs> so <laughs> Claire Widom everyone's like just pick a city I, I know <laughs> um so Claire became the EO, which meant we had an inside, which was awesome because there was no sensible person doing it. How it was a teammate who were like, we need, I'd go, Claire, we need the keys. So she would go in and get the keys because there was two buses and she would get the keys to the other bus that I was on and we would go in at night, stealth mission, hiding in bushes and stuff and then pop tampons and stuff in the other bus and then make our way back out again. <laughs> So then tampons did we go through? We bought lots. The poor women of whichever city we're in <laughs> ran out of tampons pretty much. <laughs> we just, they were hanging on the rear view mirror. They were on like the indicator things. We had them all sitting on the bus. It was just, it was next level. But then I believe that our coaches became finely desensitised to these tampons. You'd have to. You would. You'd have to. You can't be around that many of them and not be. So after days of jokes and stuff like that, Comes to the point, we're into the gold medal game. And we all turn up ready for our meeting, you know, gold medal game, got to have a team meeting, it's going to be really important, all that kind of stuff. We get there and there's no one there. And we're like, so where are our coaches? And we're all like, we're on time, where are they? We're trying to find out where our coaches are, no one knows where our coaches are. And then I'm pretty sure we got like one of the maintenance people to let us into the conference room. And we go in and our diamond is set up with tampon men or tampon players, women, whatever we tampon are. Tampon persons. Ten persons. Tampon persons. So they've got the tampons. They've gone and bought their own supply and they've got the tampons and they've wrapped pipe cleaners around them to make them into people and they've set up our diamond with our players in tampons. So <laughs> you had to go and find you had little numbers on the back of the tampon. I could just imagine uh, them up at night. Sitting there with little tampons in their hands. And he had, yeah, we had to look around. And he even had the bullpen. He had the starter. Set, he had people. Everything like, set up. Yeah. And we, that's how we found out our... It was one of the best ways that I've ever found out a lineup. Like, Absolutely. It was really, set, really cool. Like team bonding 
I agree. And do you know what? Coming from my second, that's my second Victorian team. And the first one, like serious business. I remember Mm. the meetings before the gold medal game was like really serious. So there was no way I ever expected it was going to be like, hey, we're not turning up to this meeting and you guys can just find out where you're playing based on your tampon number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also remember we had a couple of mascots, remember? Those little red Chinese things that were mascots. So that was the... That yeah. was a different, yes. So that was Mel Witt got them for, I roomed with Mel Witt and Simone at the time and she got these three little mascots and they became mascots. There was one on the bus. We named them. Yes, I can't we the did, yeah. I, I still have one. It's sitting in my bedside table. <laughs> I've still got mine. So we had them and then that's when one went missing and that yes. was the other gold medal meeting that with our hilarious coaches, um, set us on a treasure hunt. Yes. And they stole one of these red mascots and they did things like stick googly eyes on it and then took photos with like tomato sauce and a knife saying they're threatening to cut my eyes out. (laughs) You need to find me. And there was all these clues and we had to walk. See, that was definitely Wollongong. So we had to go on a treasure hunt the morning of the gold medal game. All around. I remember us walking, going, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. And we got led back to the room. The room. And again, we go in this room. We're like, what's going on? And it was plastic men. The little plastic alien men that had been liquid papered and had our name, our numbers put on the back for where we were playing. And Leo stole my pants and I couldn't find them. And I was losing my mind going, heck, you take my pants. We've got a final. And they were sitting as like, almost like I was sort of, ransom sort of well you can have your pants back now <laughs> after you found everything else there was a, yeah it was pretty cool like the stuff was there was a lot of um you don't want to say pranks and that but there was there's a there was a lot of stuff because i think with nationals and I've, i heard it this morning with the vic girls there is a lot of downtime particularly when you've yeah. got an afternoon game night game it seems like you've got that whole day that takes three days to get to your game so you end up doing some stuff i mean we pranked yeah. We pranked, um, we'll get to the party bus stuff later, but I know that we pranked Bronwyn Jell in her first nationals in 20, 2008, in Wollongong, I think, yeah, yeah, because she went on the party bus and she yes. was with Je- with uh, Lel and I in the room and we went, you don't switch buses. And so we got her bed and we put it out in the garden. That's right. And we went, about that. she never went on the party bus after that. She stayed on buses because it's you, same seats, first day. I know, but it's just bad luck if you're not on the party bus. <laughs> It's the party bus and the library bus. Um, exactly. Yeah, so 3 peak 2007, 8, 9, and, and we'll, yep. gold, Geelong, sorry, Geelong in 2009. Yep. All I remember about that was the gold medal game went for like four and a half hours. Longest game in the world. Finished at like 11.30 at night. I think we won 16.15. It yep. was, it's one, I, in my opinion, I'd have to think about all the gold medal games, but I reckon it's close to the best. It was long. It certainly was long. And it might see, I remember I I started that game and I didn't throw that well. That's what I remember. I didn't get through as much as I should have. Um, and so we then went to, I remember Tim Ballard telling me, going, thanks, now we're on to plan B and C because you didn't go as long as we wanted oh, in the game. I'm like, thanks, Tim. I tried. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I threw a better game against WA in that tournament. Yep. Um, but it was a very long game. And by the end, it was freezing. Yep. And it was like the fog was all coming down. And it, I just remember it going forever. It's one of those things that trying to go ended. back. Yeah. I can't tell you what happened in that game. All I know is it went for ages. I remember that Nationals just went, remember Shay broke her finger in like the very first game. <gasps> yes. And we lost her the whole Nationals. And as soon as that yes, happened, we we're like, we've lost Shay, we're in trouble. Uh-oh. And yep. so Bronwyn moved across, I think, to shortstop and Courtney Ford stepped in and they were just like, yep. just yin and yang. Awesome. It was amazing. Yep. And um, yeah, I just remember the gold medal game. But going back to you saying, that was that your first, was that your only start in a gold medal game like that to say yeah. that you had you've started a gold medal game in a nationals winning year that's regardless of i mean it was a high scoring affair so obviously it wasn't a pitching yeah. night that's a pretty big achievement yeah i'm very very happy with that very nerve-wracking as you i'm a nervous player as everyone knew um no we but... don't know about that for anyone that's watching in the front of the dugout, you could never ever go out. You had to, you had to do this. Like you know, when you're trying to get in a skipping rope and you go like this, and you go and you jump in. Kathy used to stand at the top of the dugout every game. Doncaster, Victoria, Australia, just do this. 
between innings. It was more of a around. Yeah, and just and across. And across and and an up and a down. Just when she wasn't pitching, she wasn't even playing. She was just standing there. So you had to to kind of go, okay, I'm going out now. It was just the Kathy. The Kathy. Hey, keeping you on your toes. It's all the it's all the rage now. Um, It is. But yeah, we go 2010 and 2010. I feel like we'll skip this one as well because I know we're talking to Nat and Chris later in the series. Yeah. But 2010, we first time Victoria didn't make the gold medal game. Yep. And that was for people like Sam, Shays, even me, been in it for a long time. That was like really hard to take. And look, WA New South big. Wales that year, they were absolutely, they'd stepped up another level, which uh, was good. New South, New South Wales against us that day too were... Man, they had a day out. Like, I remember Jana taking this awesome, like, layout diving catch and, and Le- oh, Lulu, Lenny, I call her. Um, <laughs> she, pretty sure she, she pitched a blinder and she had, like, a fractured, her glove hand was fractured. And it was just all, she was amazing. And I'm like, how are you doing all this with mm. a fractured hand? And they just hit like machines, fielded unbelievably. It was just I remember awesome. Mindy. They were awesome. Mindy, Mindy Latimer, at, Mindy owned my ass, I think, every time, every year, but I just remember yeah. she particularly owned my ass that year. But, um, yeah, so it was our first Nationals we didn't play. I remember Gary Bittman was our coach and uh, we, yep. it didn't go down well. Um, nope. But, but, so, again, we'll skip that. <laughs> Morgan Doty, walk-off, great. It was amazing Nationals. It was actually an awesome it um, was. It, game. That game was amazing to watch. Yeah. I missed the first three innings of that game because I did drug testing. I missed the half. So I got sort of good oh, that's because it took you so long to be able to pee. You were so bad at drug testing. I'm, I don't want to start. It's you dehydrated. You just get me after the beers, after the game. Um, no, but 2010 Nationals, we'll, we'll move on. 2010 for you, 2010 yeah. for a group of us, um, very lucky, privileged. Um, I don't want to say lucky. We, we were selected in the Australian team. We, we were talented. We're, it's, great, it's a great honour to have been selected. But Australian team, you... You made that team. What was that? Oh, I'd played a few, but I always loved just hearing. Like, I just remember your reaction and, like, just – it was just meant the uh, world to you. Oh, absolutely. That's It was my goal. To be honest, since I was a kid, I wanted to play or represent Australia in something. I just had to find something I could get there in. And I'm not, not a very emotional person, and I remember um, crying with happiness when Dom told me I made the team. And that's probably about one of three times it's ever happened in my life. Um, and it meant so much to me to make that team. And then to be away with the group of girls that we were away with and go through what we went through and the bonding. And it was just a next level experience. Like what happened there was hard, but given that we all turned out okay and it turned out great, it's such a great story to be telling people. Like, you know, someone got shot and this happened and, you know, we had snipers in the stands and security guards following us everywhere. And But it was really it, such an honour to represent your country. Mm-hmm. And every time we put on the jersey and you sing the anthem and everything, you just you belt out the Australian national anthem with every ounce of your being because you're so proud to be there and so happy to be doing it for your country, for the rest of women's baseball and baseball. And it's just so amazing mm. as well as terrifying. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. There were, there, it, there were at-bats I would stand there and I'd just be sitting there just absolute. And I used to actually stand there going, why am I doing this? This is like so, and then, and then, yeah, like it's, but it's supposed to be hard. The hard is what makes oh, it great. Absolutely. And like the crowds that we had there were oh. just, you couldn't even hear anyone. So the coach, I no. still remember the coaches trying to yell out to the players, can't hear because there's a brass band and the Vuva Sellers and everyone going crazy. The Venezuela games. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It changed, the, um, it changed the dynamic of how we played because we used to be playing at like 2010 Nationals in the Gold Coast. There was 35 people. And suddenly there was... Maybe. Tw- on a good day. Um, twenty. There was suddenly 20,000 people. So usually Dom would just stand out the top of the dugout and go, hey, Macca, move over. And I'd move people yep. over. And he'd be like... Remember, like, I'd come in and be yelling, why aren't you moving? And I'm like, I can't hear anything. I can't hear you. I can't hear. Like, everything yep. changed. Like, calling between outfielders and infielders. And it completely... That was that was hard. Like, it was kind of like what, you, what you're doing with major league teams. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a, it's funny how you, you, we always talk about we've got a great story to tell, but it's there as you said there were some really hard times in there. It was. It was, it was and it was hard Scary. for 
scary and but even just the pressure when we got to a point where it was like you must win every single game and you're going into every single game with we must win no one can afford to do anything wrong sort of thing we've got to get there and get the job done and the pressure of the the crowd and stuff like that mm. just adds to it I still remember when I first came in to the first game and I said to myself do not look into the stands until you walk off the field because you just cannot add that to your pressure and it was it was terrifying, like the adrenaline. And I'm at the point now where I try and recall when I was actually pitching and there's so much adrenaline was pumping that I can't remember it. So like I, I... I am almost certain, because 2010 I remember, and obviously when I did that video um, on the 10th yeah. anniversary, I'm sure, so yeah. you came in, your first outing was against Cuba? No, second. that was my second. My first that was one your was second one? Yeah. Netherlands oh, you I came... came in. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. The one I remember the most, yes, you're right, you came in there, sorry. The Im massive impact one is, you, I think you relieved Shanna's, Sinead Flanagan, yep. and I think yep. you came in maybe with bases loaded and none out, and I think yep. you struck the first batter out your face, and then you yep. got a double play, and I think you were yep. out of the inning in eight pitches, or some ridiculous... Yep. Something smoke, yeah. Because we were like, okay, and look, Shannon did, did a great job, but like, you come out bases loaded, and this was Cuba, so we had to beat Japan, had to beat Cuba, had to beat the USA, had to beat them all just for a chance to yeah. go to the semi. So you're coming in bases loaded. I'd never be a pitcher. Well, you just don't get to think about that. You just have to try and throw strikes. I was just in the outfit hey. going, please throw strikes. Oh, I was saying, please throw strikes. <laughs> no, it was really trying to zone in and. Yep. Just get the job done. Like, you've got a job to do. It doesn't matter what else is going on. you got to come in. You can't think about bases loaded. you just got to get every batter out. Mm. And the field was amazing. Like, mm. you sit there and go, well, as long as I get this ball in play, there's going to be an out. So yep. don't walk anyone and you'll be fine pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was – um, yeah, and I just want to say how proud I am. Like, I, I just think that there's a lot of talk around – people who play a lot of World Cups, and with, and rightly so. I mean, people like Tani and Shay, absolute legends. Oh, absolutely. But every single person who gets this hat, whether they wear it at one World Cup, like that is something that you have for the rest of your life because to get to that point, it's not just – it's it's a whole lifetime of, of hard work. So absolutely, I just think that is awesome. But 2010, like right after that, like you don't – I think you would have played more World Cups, but you – foot surgery, and then you decide to go and start a family. Which is I just did. the ki kids are the killer sometimes of women's sport, but yeah, uh, yeah. I decided I actually was pregnant in my last game of baseball when we played that grand final against Springvale. I just found out I was pregnant about five days before that. Wow! I did. I did, did I know that? I don't know. I don't know. I was pretending to drink after, so we're all celebrating. I still remember the champagne going around and me with my mouth closed. Passing it to the next person as it's spraying out the top because I didn't drink any of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then go. I was done after that. So you weren't, you were, you're in for a short time, but a good time. Do you wish you yeah. could have played more? Because like you did a, God, in a five, in a five year nationals period and, and a world cup, you did a, did a lot. I did. Yeah. And I love what I did. I, I wish it's almost like it's, I don't regret stopping at all. I stopped mm. for the right reasons. And I still remember having a conversation with Dom actually, when I rang him to say, because I went into the next, the 2011 Nationals, I didn't play because of the surgery on my yeah. ankle and foot. And so I was in the Australian squad again. And then I called him and Johnny and told him I was pulling out because we wanted to start a family. And I remember Dom saying to me, um, yep, you're 33. So I get that. He said, if you were younger, I would try and convince you not to. Mm. So you can come and play a few more. Um, but I understand that you want to do that. Um, and I don't regret stopping then and why I stopped for. I kind of wish that I'd started earlier. I didn't start yep. playing till I was 22 years old. Yeah. So it's kind of like, had I known about baseball earlier, maybe I could have got more in earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I turned 31 at that World Cup. So wow. to be a rookie at 31, I'm like, I'm one of the oldest people on the team, but I'm a rookie. <laughs> like, well, I was a rookie at 23 and I thought that was old. Like... Yeah, because now, like, I have kids coming up to me. They're fifteen, sixteen. They're like, "Oh, I haven't played for Australia yet." Bronwyn's played for Australia, and I'm like, "Just or whoever may have played for Australia when they're a teenager." It's like, man, I didn't play till I was twenty three. You didn't play till you were thirty one. Yeah, that's um, that's awesome. But yeah, that's the girl. The girl actually got shot on my birthday in a. 
That's right. Because we were in lockdown. That's right. Because we were in lockdown and you had this, they gave us all presents and we had like a. They did this big song and dance for my birthday and sung all this stuff in. Yeah, and we're like. Spanish. We're like, read the hotel room. Someone just got shot. Like, are you, yeah. are you kidding me? They're trying to make us forget what happened out there. I don't think that was going to happen. When we like lying in bed that night and there's like gunshots going outside our uh, windows, we're like, no, nah, we're not. We're not I, I actually, this is my phone call to Ryan. I remember calling Ryan to tell him that someone had been shot. And then, you know, can't tell anyone all that kind of stuff. We're going to make sure everyone's family knows. And then hung up and went, he didn't even say happy birthday. And rang him back and said, you didn't even wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> told me someone got shot on the field when you were there. I was like, yeah, but it's my birthday. It's just, I, just, I still remember that. As I said, like Sam and me out were our next of kin, so they couldn't contact anyone for us because we were both there. And then my dad yeah. heard it on the radio and he, or my mum heard it on the radio and then they started yeah. freaking out. I called, I ended up calling my sister because I didn't get through to my parents and they were fine. But yeah, yeah so yeah. don't make sure, make sure you don't have a next of kin that's not actually at the World Cup. It didn't, it didn't work. Um, yeah. But yeah, just before we go off to some fun questions and not that this hasn't been fun, but some cricket <laughs> questions um, and we get Broman on the line, what we talk about nationals. It's like, what's, what's your best, if you could pick your best moment from a nationals. Ooh. Do you know what? That's so hard to do. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I could pick one. I, I don't had know a lot I like, either. you love everything. And being there, being able to be there for a week, forget about the rest of the world and mm. play baseball with a great bunch of girls. And, you know, you've got friends in other teams and stuff as well, mm. getting to catch up with those people. And for me, being a pitcher who, you know, in 2007 and 2008 did not play very much at all, when you're sitting in the number two spot, you don't, didn't play much. I think I pitched seven innings and five innings. I used to tell Leo that, I pretty much paid like 50 bucks a pitch when I was away those years because I barely pitched. Um, it meant that I had a lot of time on my hands to think about pranks and things like that we could play and last night out and doing silly things. And it was a lot of fun. And it was just bouncing around the dugout being the bat girl as I used to try and be all the time to get a bit involved and yes, that and kind of stuff. So, so it's almost more the off-field antics yes. that... I have so many memories of and so much fun with. And I was a victim of one of those. Because you talk about forgetting things. There's one, <laughs> there's one thing I'll never forget. Wollongong, again, we're back to the Wollongong. It's definitely Wollongong. Yeah. Do you remember there was there was that game that they, was on the back time and that we, uh, you, Mel Witt, and I'm pretty sure it was Ryan, decided to stick things on people's hats. <laughs> And someone on our team was eating rice paper, rice, what are those biscuit things? I don't know. They, yeah. No, weren't they the little, like, kind of little packets of the mixed little rice yes. kind of things? who's eating yeah. that on the dugout? Why are they not mixed lollies? Who's eating those? And so Ryan had one stuck on his head. And we're all in the dugout. We thought it was hilarious. And I was laughing. And everyone's laughing with me. And I'm like, this is hilarious. And then went out, played an inning, came back in, and then, Took my hat off to go and have an app. But yeah, I had a rice thing stuck on the side of my hat. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. So maybe that. you should have been a position player and you would have less pranking and I wouldn't have had a biscuit on the side hey. of my head. They could have put me in the field. It wouldn't have gone very well, but they could have. <laughs> I've seen you back. <laughs> yeah, we don't, no one needs we don't to need see that. that. We don't need to see that. No, um, no one. But no, you're right about nationals. It's just, you can't sum it up. The, the only thing you can say about the favourite is you just, you're away, you're playing baseball every day, bunch of chicks. Absolutely. You can't. Just awesome fun. Yeah. Before we get Broman in, we're going to do a quick inning with Welshie. Oh, here we go. And it's rapid fire. Oh. So you're going to, you can say the first thing that comes into your head or you can think about it. Um, oh, good Lord. Toughest batter you face at nationals. Katie Gaynor or Crepper. Yeah. Katie Gaynor, you know, if you miss a spot, I remember her hitting a ball over my head at Geelong that I don't think's landed yet. Yeah, good so, No, we played yeah. there the other day. I think it just landed. Yep. Just now, yep. yep. Um, and Crepe, I used to go deep with her in a few counts, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, kind of get on or get out. Like, you're making me work real hard here. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Nat, I used to just stand on the fence and go, eh. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> worst teammate, roommate habit. Be nice. Okay. I 
I don't know. To be honest, I reckon I was the pain in the butt. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Put that question in. Okay. So apart from the fact that those people who did the personality trait thing in one of the Australian squads, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm a stock standard mozzie. So I am everywhere and I'm swinging the arm and I'm bouncing around and I can't sit still. It's like, as, a, as an enforcer, you are very annoying. <laughs> All of those will feel good, but that's why we're so good friends off it. Yeah, no, I would rate yeah, that. So myself. No, I rate yeah. that. Um, I think I know the yeah. answer to this. Party bus or library bus? Oh, party bus for sure. Oh, party bus. Um, night game or day game? Night. As long as it doesn't go until 11 o'clock at night in the cold. Yeah, and the fog doesn't come down on us yet. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Night game's under lights. There's something special about it. There's, you're right. If you feel... Yeah, no, nah, I love it. It feels um, a bit more important and special. Yeah, some of the day grand finals, you kind of like, although the night, the day grand finals <laughs> allow you longer nights and you don't have to like get up and go to the airport too seedy. So <clears throat> maybe that's... Some of them haven't been fun, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't. No, they have, <laughs> but then the after hasn't been fun. Um, yeah. Best lolly in a game. Now, you've been in the dugout and you're always yeah. very good at the lollies. We had good lolly, good spreads back then. They were, uh, I'm going to say raspberries and bananas and i do remember the bananas started with my first uh, nationals that, that was another coach kane, yeah so kane used to sit there while he's doing his little thing on this like whatever he's doing and he had bananas next to him and elsa and i used to try and steal them and he'd be sitting there and he had no idea then he'd look down and he'd be like and he'd look at us and like who's taking them and then after about three days he'd turn and he goes i know it's you and we're like <laughs> But then, but then in Queensland, he was coaching the um, the white team. So Elsa and yes. I managed to get permission of his fellow coaches to get into his room and fill his bed with bananas. We we're like, just here's your bananas back. <laughs> so going back to that question, yes, you are the worst roommate habit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you could have a walk up song, we never have enough walk up songs at nationals. If you could have a walk up walk up mound song <laughs> when you went out to pitch, what would it be? You know it's going to have to probably be a Bon Jovi, oh, of course, like oh, bad medicine or something such like that. A slogan. Such Who doesn't a... love Bon Jovi? No, Come it's on. true. Yeah, no. I've seen you out on the dance floor belting out to Bon Jovi. Yeah, but that was that's on the last night of nationals. I need to have a drink under my belt. I can't be dancing. <laughs> um, and what was the ben- What was the best bench task you had, or what was the worst? What did you all as pitchers just go? Don't want that one. I would if we when we had to do like charting and stuff. I wanted clicking so I could buzz around and just click at the same time pretty much. Of course you did. Yeah, I'm like, put me on clicking. Yeah. I remember um, I sat on the bench. Well, obviously I sat on the bench a bit, but I was a position player. So we played played a lot of time. And I remember I was on the bench one game in Geelong and I got some tasks. And I was really bad at like, I didn't know I had to click or chart. Like I think they said, yeah. Actually, I remember that. And I was terrible yeah. because I was wanted to watch the game and I wasn't used to it. And then we got gifts at the end of every game and I got a bench, like a seat because I was so bad and I had to, thanks. I got a handbag after one of those because I used to take my handbags to games. See, this is why I do the podcast because this stuff comes in because... I'm sorry I took my handbag to baseball. No, it, it was important. You had to put the tampon somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have just messaged Broman and told her to yep. join the studio because we're not just here That's... to discuss whether it was Wollongong or whether it was Perth or how many tampons are being hidden, although we can keep talking about that. We are here to talk about day one of nationals. Um, Absolutely. Opening day, I've been stuck on Game Changer on YouTube. On There was an Optus meltdown in Melbourne today, oh, yeah. so I was hot spotting. I was running over to my neighbour's house. So, um, Victoria, double headers today. Double header. How did you take double headers? Did you like them? Uh, well, I only ever played in one of them, so <laughs> it was never playing both. Okay. So I didn't mind them. It was like, They're okay. Not bad. I'd rather a double header than have like a night game than a morning game the next day. That. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Doubleheaders meant your day was full of baseball, which, uh, you know, that's what you're there for. So it's kind of like, okay, two games today. Yep. Yep. No, well, so uh, Victoria started off um, against – oh, hang on. Here she is. There she is. She's in the studio. She's got the hair. She's – look at her. She doesn't have the Vic hat on. You've got good hair. You've played and you've got your hat off and you've got right. Where's your hair. hat, Bronnie Jill? I'll grab my hat. Yeah, you will. 
We're going on the walk of the room at the uh, ridges in Adelaide. There you go. We've got V's everywhere. Every other people from other states watching this, if they've already tuned out because we spoke about Wollongong and tampons for so long, we understand. (laughs) Um, Bronwyn Gel, two for two, opening day. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we have a 12-0 win over ACT um, and then we had a bit of a nerve-wracking start to the WA game. Um, But, yeah, take us through that first game, 12-0. It was good to get out and have a win. Yeah, definitely. It's good to get out and play baseball. We haven't played for for three or so years and just to be out on the field and being around the girls and playing baseball, it was good to get the nerves out and, and hit the ball. It was good. How did you play? Tell us how you went. Yeah, good. I was um, started at shortstop batting in the two hole. Um, had had a couple of, couple of hits couple of um yeah tough at bats it's uh hard to remember now i've played a game since that game and they all kind of blending into one <laughs> but yeah it was it was good good solid yeah, well, defense. i think we saw a no hitter between ali bebere and hannah jackson in the first game kathy you must you must be pretty impressed with that Absolutely. I didn't actually get to watch the game. I was too busy mumming. I'm sorry. But I, I, I have heard about it, and that is damn impressive. Very good way to start Nationals. Yeah, and I think um, Dodie had four RBIs, and I think the flawless fielding from the team. But we did watch the game. Kathy and I both watched the night game. What was your – a bit nerve-wracking at the start. Kathy, what was your assessment of the – I guess of the game? Um, it looked like the nerves were there at the start of the game. Um Jess's pitching, I've seen her pitch better than that. She didn't do badly at all, but she got behind a bit. When she was ahead in the count, she could throw those off-speed pitches and it was good. Um, but just a few batters that we got behind and they got a few hits and a couple of walks and sort of made things a bit tough to start with. Mm. Bronnie, what was it like? I know you're coming up to bat. We're down 2-0, um, I think in the third, by my notes. Yeah, bottom of the, or bottom of the second. Um, and then you come up. You hit a foul, which we thought was really close. I oh, thought it was actually so fair. Close. And I was like, ah, and I was swearing at the television. But then you come up and you <laughs> delivered. Um, absolute bomb to left field. Two RBIs. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that well. Yeah, it was good. I um, I was telling myself in my head, just see the ball. <laughs> see the ball, hit the ball. And, um, yeah, it was a nice <laughs> nice little pitch just on the inside. And, I, yeah, I've been – Really working on my hitting. Um, we've been very lucky to have the academy program that Shanna's and Z has been been uh, running for us out at Altona at the at the stadium. So yeah, I mean we've done lots and lots of swings. So it's nice to be able to put that all together and put it into a game. It felt felt really nice. Yeah, I think Kathy and I were talking about there was we thought. We probably got Victoria missed a few calls, I think. I don't want to be too harsh on the umpires, but I think that in that inning, it could have easily been a strikeout there, that, that girl that got the runs for WA. Don't take anything away from it. Two really close calls there, and I think a similar close call went against Abby McClellan when she got struck out with bases loaded. So it was quite two significant moments in that game. But um, you delivering that double, what was the, what was the mood like in the dugout and the field with the Victorian team. I mean, you've gone there defending champions. Your team is stacked. And I would say that even if I wasn't wearing this hat, what was the mood like in the dugout on the field? Yeah, so when we were we were down a few runs, uh, I think we did get a little bit quiet and you could tell that the nerves the nerves were there and, you know, um, a few of the, the leadership girls, you know, had a, little, had a little chat and tried to keep everybody up. Um, it's such... Such a long game, baseball. So, and it was, yeah, it was only the second innings, and you could see that we're getting a bit flat. So, it was nice, yeah, string some hits together and get the momentum back onto our side. Because, yeah, you're right, Amy. There was, yeah, a few calls that could have changed the the game at the start that um, which took the momentum the other way. But yeah, we we did well to fight back and get the momentum into our our side. Yeah, you really did because it was it was two nil and WA with Borgo on the on the mound um, and maybe I think Kathy we discussed that maybe they could have left her in longer. Like if you're going to go with a Borgo, you're going to go with your ace. She was actually holding us pretty well. What did you think? 
Are we going to Bronnie on that? Oh, sorry to you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I thought if they left her in a bit longer, it might have been a bit closer. It's sort of when they changed that picture, then came in, Vic got mm. some hits and got on base and momentum started going our way, which was mm. awesome for us. Um, but maybe that was a bit of the difference of how long the game went going with that sort of run difference. It might have been a bit closer in the end. Maybe we wouldn't have got our run on so quickly and mm. so well otherwise. Yeah, well, Brian, you came in and hit the tying run to go three all. And then it was floodgates open from that point. I think there was a six-run fourth, um, which, yeah, I think WA may not have yeah. fielded as well as they'd like. They'd ho- obviously hope for a better outing tomorrow. Um, but it just shows that – because the Victorian lineup is, as I said, it's one to nine. Um, you must have been pretty happy, Bron, with how the team rallied in that and then for the rest of the game. Yeah, definitely. There was lots, lots of hard hits. Um, yeah, even – yeah, Jacko's hit. Um, uh, just so much pressure on the on the WA defense. I think was really good and some really great base running. Things that we've been working on. Um, but yeah, WA's defense was was solid. There was some really really great plays by their third baseman as well. So it was a really good game. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Kathy did say that she reckoned that if she was over in the front of the dugout doing her arm thing, um, like she did at the start of every dugout that she used to do when she's warming up, that could have been maybe that could have loosened the dugout out. Yeah. Um, now, Bron, what you're you're a vet, you're a veteran now. You've played first nationals, I think, it was in two thousand and eight. You've been around for a while, and you're still a lot younger than Kathy and I. Um, <laughs> what what does nationals mean to you? What does playing for Victoria mean to you? Yeah, it mean, means a lot to me. I, um, I, you know, you probably remember me when I was a little 12-year-old running around, happy to be Batgirl, anything I could to be around the Victorian team. And they were my role models. And, you know, all of you guys, and uh, back when we were, you guys were in the Royal Blue, and I've still got that hat that Sam gave me. It's um, in perfect, perfect condition. Uh, Looks brand new. Um, old, one of these old. Yeah. Yep. But mine looks brand new. I just put it up on the shelf and I looked at it and yeah. So it was something <laughs> that I aspired to from a young age and so having role models uh, for myself was yeah I think life changing really um, to have sport. Um, yeah, as what I spent all my time and energy doing. So yeah. I don't know where I'd be without baseball. So I, I owe a lot to the sport and I um, love coming out and being with the girls. And, you know, I haven't played since 2018. So it's four years since I've played nationals and all we're in a bit of an athlete bubble at the moment. We're not allowed to hug our loved ones. Um, we've got a lot of, you know, family that have traveled a long way to watch us play. And it's really, really hard. And, um, but yeah, when today, when we got, got the uniform on and, started playing baseball, remembered why, why we all do this. And it just, yeah, it made all sense, made so much more sense. And um, we just, yeah, being out there with the girls is, is worth, worth it all in, at the end of the day. And you talk about that COVID bubble. Um, for those that aren't aware, head coach Samantha Hamilton um, got COVID a week ago. So she doesn't, she missed today. She's been coaching, I guess, virtually Dwayne Davenport and, Blackie, Stephen Black have been there and Sam's been doing virtual FaceTime meetings and I think you guys wanted her face in the dugout so you could talk to her during the games. Um, maybe you might not have wanted that in the first part of tonight's game. <laughs> maybe not. Um, how's that been? And and and, if, and the EO, Ursula Howard, tested positive this morning and, and she's obviously now isolating in Adelaide and the whole team's tested negative. Um, what's that that been like for you guys? Yeah, it's been tough. Like it's um, it's not an ideal situation. We'd love to have Sam here and um, yeah, have her as well as as Earth. Um, and yeah, it's, we've we've had to be flexible. But um, I think being Victorians, we've been through a lot the last two years. So it's nothing different. We're we're used to wearing our masks every day. We're we're used to socially distancing and and um, yeah, it's it's been hard and. It isn't isn't ideal, but we're we're being flexible, and the team are doing really well to support each other and look out for each other. Because yeah, we don't want to make any silly decisions because it doesn't just affect yourself; it affects the whole team at the end of the day. 
No, you're right. Um, and just going back to favourite Nationals moments, um, do they involve Welshy pranking you at any point? Because we've discussed... We've discussed that was, uh, apart from her pitching, that was her crowning glory at Nationals. Do you uh, remember being pranked? Because I do. Yeah. I'm, Bronnie, there's no way I pranked you. Uh, no, you didn't. I don't know if you pranked me. Yes, you don't prank her. You prank... But I've got some stories, but I'm not sure if I should share them on this podcast. But I remember being 14. We spent 25 we, minutes discussing we can share the... Yeah. We can share them another yeah. time, Bronnie. But I was 14 when I, I made my first Victorian team and... I think, you know, you all took me under your wing and looked after me like like I was your own child. So I, I appreciate Welshie. Welshie's looked you after me. Do you know what I do remember? <laughs> What's that? I don't know if I'd say look after, but I did my best. Do you remember when you were running into, was it my room, someone else's room, straight through the flywire screen? <laughs> that was going to be my story because I remember something else about that. <laughs> About someone holding us. A... Okay, don't tell whatever else it was about. So, okay, okay, no more. <laughs> this is a PG. What happens at nationals stays at nationals. Um, I wasn't the only one to where... do it. <laughs> you have a day off. No, I know. <laughs> yes, day off tomorrow. Oh, oh, I don't know when that's going. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you're up against who? Who? Um, that would be day three. Who who you got on day three? Great question. Do you know? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I should know the answer, and you should know the answer. Tell me to see if I can find it. I can find it. Um, just talk amongst yourselves. Um, yeah, good day. Did you see other? We haven't actually talked about the other game. So Queensland, yes. I think while we're finding the score, Queensland A, I guess, beat Queensland development team 11-3. Like us, they had a seven-run fourth. And then New South Wales, far too good for South Australia tonight. So um, New South Wales looking quite different. I think everyone who has seen, they have brand new clothing. They are New South Wales. They are blue. They're royal blue. It's quite different. Yes, they are bright. Yes. So... They're quite different to what we um yeah, used. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting match So, who you got score? day three? What was that score, Amy? The New South... New South Wales. Um, New South Wales and South Australia score ended up being 12-1. Yeah. So, so, on the back time, um, there was lots of cheering. It sounded yeah, like so a very exciting game. Okay, I think New South Wales always brings a swag of yeah. people. They've always got a massive yeah, they entourage. They've got a great, great cheer squad. Yeah. They've got the bangers, the bangers. You know, they used to have the blow-up things. Well, they used to bang they the seats together. in the dugout. So I've got Tani and Brooke on Wednesday night in for the episode for Victoria versus Death of Wales. I need someone else because I feel like I'm going to get ganged up by those two. That's um, Tani and I had a phone call the whole, basically from the third inning onwards today. It was just a conference call between Tani and I. It was, yep, she wanted me to commentate the game for her. So... <laughs> Again, probably shouldn't have been public. No, it was fun. It was very, very fun. Um, yeah, so New South Wales, that's a cracker. Yeah. Either of you, take it. Oh. <laughs> you go, Bronwyn. You go for it. Best, best Victorian New South Wales game, Nationals. What would it be? Perth. Is that the one? No, was that the one? No, no. Brooke did a knee? I just remember Brooke yeah, doing yeah, a knee yeah, hurt. Yeah, no, that was a bad part about that. Yeah, but I remember we, we won have, at the end. I reckon. I don't reckon we would have won if she didn't do a knee. It's just me. No, neither do I. But I oh, remember right. the part of it with you doing like a layout slide. Oh, did I? And then, yep, you stole second base to the layout slide. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I did. And Wit came up and hit a double and scored you. Oh, yes, you did. We scored on a waterhole and I scored. Oh, yes. See, again, yes. this is what we do the podcast. We remember this stuff. Yeah. But... Brooke did a knee, which sucks, so. I remember that now. Yes, I forgot that was the walk-off. Um, yep. Yeah, I reckon either Geelong or Melbourne, just because they were epically long games that just high scoring, which you don't want, but at the same time, it was, yeah, they're my favourites. Yeah. So I think Perth was, like, was a low-scoring, good game yeah, like, until the end. Then. Yeah, Yeah, like Ipswich as well. Ipswich was only, like I think, 4-0 or something. Um, no, yeah. New wrecking. So, low-scoring game, Bronnie. Yeah. Do you know where you're playing? Coach isn't there yet. No, not yet. Did well. I think the people, they're going to have to do well to get 
Yeah, not sure. You're going to do well to get through you and Abby at at, um, the left side. Yeah, yeah, working well, working well together. (laughs) What are you laughing at? I think I have a delay. Unlike this podcast with the delay. A long way from Adelaide. Optus crashed in Melbourne today. You're in, you're in Adelaide. So I think we're not working as well as you and Abby are on the left side of the diamond. Um, Shaker, had, Shaker had an awesome game at second today. You guys are, I tell you, to score runs against you guys, you're going to have to do bloody well. It's a cracking team. Yeah. Yeah, Abby Kelly turned to me. Do you know what I'd like, I'd like to happen is that – no, go, sorry, go. Talk about the game. I was going to talk about something else. <laughs> okay, we'll go to Bronwyn, then we'll come back to you. I was just saying yeah. today in the dugout, Abby Kelly turned to me and she she asked me a question. She goes, "Who do you think would win, our defense or our offense?" And I, I had to really think about it, but I think, Ooh, yes, good question. good question, great question. But I think our off, offense. I think we hit the ball hard, really hard, and we put a lot of pressure on the field. That's mine. Yeah. My call. I, my brain immediately wanted to go to fielding because you guys are legit, but, God, I shagged a lot of balls in your trainings and, nah, I was on the fence. Yeah. It was scary. I'd be scared of fielding. Absolutely. You've got big hard hitters yeah. in that team. I'd have yeah. my heels on the grass. Yeah. I was, I was scared of <clears throat> shagging on the bottom of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to sub, I had to sub in as a sub fielder in the last couple of games and I was playing with my 13-inch outfield glove at shortstop and second base and third base just to field while we're doing two ball. And I was just, like, fielding everything with, like, my bum out and my... Nah. Not even when I was playing. Um, awesome. Well, Kathy, sorry, you were going to say something and then we'll, then we'll wrap up. We'll, well we do. There needs to... To everyone in the world out there, Lel England is 27 years old. So that is something that needs to be fixed up. Yes. Lel did in the comment, the commentary tonight, they shaved a lot of years off Lel, which oh, if I was Lel, I was getting years shaved I'd off. love it. Oh, She's I'm, younger than you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's got a kid. She's younger. They actually mentioned it a couple of times and then spoke about the age difference between her and the picture. And I'm like, that's out a little bit. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. we need to check some of those. But at least you, at least you went Bronwyn, Bronwyn Gill, like you were at the World Cup. Or the whole week at the World Cup. So, anyway, well, I will Bron. I'll let you go because you are. You have to recover, and you got. Oh no, you got a day off. You're fine. You're gonna spend the time down at Henley Beach. What are you doing on your day off? Um, Just social distancing. Yeah, I'm not really sure what what the plan is. I think something probably outside going to be a beautiful 27 degrees in Adelaide so um, something COVID safe and within our bubble but um, yeah I'm going to go quickly do pool recovery before the pool shuts and have my dinner yeah and then have a nice little sleep in tomorrow and maybe do a training session I think someone has mentioned but I'm not really sure yet of the plans cool that is awesome. Um, I'll let you go, and Kathy, we can stay on. Bron, just leave your – you have to leave your app open yep. so you can upload your files because you're only at 35% and watching the little data on the side. So Abby McClellan had to leave it open for like 24 hours. So I'm really hoping yours loads quickly, so just leave it in your room with yep. it open. Um, enjoy the Thank pool. You. Enjoy, enjoy your day off, and we'll be watching night game sun, Sunday. Sa- yep. Sunday, Easter. Sunday night. Yes. I don't know what yep. day it is now. Sunday night, Victoria yep. versus New South Wales. Get on at 7.30 Melbourne time. Thanks for having me. Cool. Good luck, Bronnie. Good luck Thank to all you. See you later. Bye. Bye, Bron. See you, Bron. Well, there you go. Bronnie Gell. That was Bronnie Gell. Bronnie Gell. Oh, my God. She's still, I still see her as a 14-year-old, and she's, like, yeah, amazing. Like, the way – no, no – like her and um, Abby on the left side. I don't know how anyone's getting a ball through. I think they got one there. It was a full switch dive by by Abby. The team is, is yep. impressive. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. This is fun. This is very fun. It has been a lot of fun. Well, we see you back around a baseball field. I know you spent some time with Doncaster a couple of years ago doing um, um, some work. Will we see you around a field. Maybe. I've been um, quite involved with Blackburn. So Ryan's the junior director of coaching down there and 
I um, instead of being down at Doncaster coaching the girls, I did T-ball this year. Yay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, and my son Jackson's playing a fair bit of baseball now too. So maybe around the traps, but um, if I can fit it in, yes. Otherwise, I will be following my husband and children around while they're playing. No, that's fair enough. We'll have to, we'll come down and watch some T-ball games then. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm just giggling at when you see what my T-ball is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should start a T. An adult women's table league. That could be fun. That'd be fun. Maybe we should. That could just, be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd do that. I would do it if I. It's the running that gets me with baseball now. I just have to run. Like not the running in the outfield. It's just the sprinting up first baseline. It's like if I could do baseball. Pull a hammy. Yeah, if I could do baseball <laughs> without running, it'd be good. Um, yeah. So it's a day off for Victoria tomorrow. I know you'll be watching New South Wales. Um, yeah. So we'll. Um, Keep Absolutely. these going. I appreciate it. So, Kathy Welsh, Kathy Berg now. Thank you. I think my photo's falling down. It's, it's a- far too late for people like you and I. I need to have a cup of tea, get on the couch, ready for game two, or sorry, day two tomorrow. No Vic, but Absolutely. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been awesome. I'll catch you soon. Absolutely. See ya. Bye. So, 